are back with another episode of the Footy LG Pod. I'm here with Tony, and you can see us both again because, you know, the camera worked so well last week. Tony, we got our made-for-radio faces back out there um, in honor of the 100, or not the 100, the one-year anniversary. <laughs> That's close, you know, two years would be 100. We're getting there. We're getting there. But right now, it's uh, we're still trying this camera thing out, so be patient with us. We're going to figure it out. In due time, we're still working out some kinks, but we are back for another episode today, and we got a lot to cover, Tony. For the first oh, yeah. time, there's some excitement in the air. You know, we have we're in the we're in the final stages of the Women's World Cup. EPL's kicking off this weekend. Uh, TFC didn't play, so we weren't disappointed. It, yeah. <laughs> it's been a beautiful time. Um, obviously, we're gonna get into a bunch this this um, this pod. We're gonna go. A little bit of Women's World Cup, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and we're going to end with a big look forward to this upcoming Premier League season. So without further ado, Tony, the Women's World Cup, Cinderella story still alive, the only one left, Colombia's still kicking. Um, I, I mean, let's be real, it, things could not have worked out better for them. They got no, through the group, and now they're facing an England team that's down their best player. Do they have a chance? Yeah. To be honest, I think they might shock England. I mean, England barely got past Nigeria. I know it was 10 against 11, but, you know, they barely got past them. And I think this Colombia team, I mean, they haven't scored a lot of goals, but against every single team they've played against, they've played well. I mean, you look at their group stage where they beat uh, Jamaica, uh, Germany, who was one of the favorites in the tournament. I mean, they got through this their group nice and easy. And I think England... They're going to be running on, uh, I wouldn't say fumes, but there's going to be a lot of questions because they're not coming off their best result, and obviously losing Lauren James is a big loss. Yeah, it's 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 huge. And I mean, Colombia became the first and only team to score in Jamaica in this tournament, something even Brazil couldn't do. I mean, it, it doesn't look good for them. And it's funny, because you look at this, you know, sometimes you have these Cinderella's that come through. It's pretty much seven heavy hitters yeah. and Colombia left do you know what i mean it's an uphill battle even if they get past england they got to face either france who is looking good or the home team in australia um and again that's the easier side of the bracket when you look at the flip side you got a stacked side of spain netherlands japan and sweden any of those teams could make a run and make the final and win it all right it's uh it's a big battle going on we got some big games coming up this uh thursday friday saturday Hopefully by the time we film this next week will be Tuesday, so we'll um, uh, we'll have the one semifinal done by then. But there'll still be the other one in the final to go, so we still got some more to, to get into with that. But you know, I'm I'm not too optimistic yet about Colombia's odds, but I'm liking where they're sitting so far. It's better than being out, right? They have That's some fight sure. in them. They have yeah. some fight in them, and you know, I also I also want to talk about. Um, the Netherlands, that's a team that I've been kind of hot on. You know, I threw a future on them as well. It's a team I saw from the beginning had a real chance to make a deep run. This tournament, I was so shocked that they were not even in the top five favorites to win this tournament. Mm-hmm. I, I just think they play so well together. Um, and, and again, it's striking when the iron's hot. Look at U.S. They were the favorites. They just did not look good, and it showed, and Sweden took them out. And and how, how good of a finish was that with the penalty kick that just crossed the line and the goalie swipes it out? Like, I, wh- what a finish. Like, that was, that was nice, but I couldn't believe how bad... I mean, one, I can't believe the U.S. didn't have Alex Morgan take a penalty shot, who's probably one of the best female strikers in the world. Wow. Well, you're, you're, you're a little biased towards no, Alex Morgan. No, she is. No, but she... 
she is. She is. Even though she's beautiful, she is one of the greatest, best strikers in the world, in the women's game. And then, I mean, when you see it, like Megan Rapinoe, I mean, this whole tournament has been a disaster for the U.S. She's laughing after penalty miss. I mean, the U.S. Okay, yeah, they met up against uh, the goalie of Sweden was played a fantastic that game. I think she made like eighteen saves that game, so it was a fantastic from her. But I mean, just the quality of those penalties were atrocious. I mean that they didn't deserve. I mean, you only they only scored goals in their opener against Vietnam, and everyone else was able to blank them. So this was a very bad tournament for the U.S. And I don't think even like nobody expected this. No, no one did. Yeah. I mean, again, they were the favorites going in. Everyone had them going far. It's hard when the U.S., they've dominated the scene for so long, but it looks like that yeah. domination's coming to an end now, you know? And, and it's good yeah. to see just because it, it's time these teams in Europe step up, and mm-hmm. it's exactly what they're doing. I mean, every single quarterfinal has a team from Europe in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them even has two, you know what I mean? You got, you got the most teams from Europe in there now. Good on Australia coming out as the host, making the quarters. Yeah. Um, same with Japan looks really good. And then, of course, Colombia being the Cinderella that no one saw coming. Uh, it's made the tournament exciting. I think it's been a very good tournament. Um, granted, we haven't had much else to watch right now. So yeah. maybe that's, that's made it a bit better is the fact that, you know what? It's, they've given us something during this downtime, which I'm so thankful for because it, it's, been, it's been really great. If only the yeah. timings of the game weren't so ass. Um, (laughs) like that's just that's so awful but other than that it's been a great tournament Um, I'm excited Tony give me your predictions who were in the semifinals go Uh, I'm going to go Netherlands and Japan on the top bracket and then I'm going France and I'm going to take Colombia over England that's uh, you know as bold calls Um, I'm similar with the top I'm taking Netherlands but I'm going to go Sweden I'll take Netherlands Sweden semifinals and then the bottom I think Australia is going to upset France, you know, they're going to use that whole home nation rally to get to the semis. Um, but I think Sam, this is where... Cl- Sam, uh, Sam she's, Kirk, she's, she's back she's, too. So. She's, she's back. She's looking good. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They're dangerous, man. Sam Kirk could be the best player in this tournament when she's mm-hmm. at, at her fully fittest, right? So yeah. so I'm taking Australia in the upset to keep their hopes alive of winning at home. And I think this is where Colombia's run ends and England wins and goes past. So we got, a, my opinion, Netherlands, Sweden, uh, Australia, England, semis. So I hope I'm wrong. But those are my predictions. Tony, is your predictions. We'll get back here next week for the finals. We'll give our final predi- predictions as who's going to win this tournament. So make sure you guys are still here next Thursday at Footy LG, Spotify, Apple Music, you know, all that great stuff. And TikTok. We're throwing clips up again. So we got <laughs> back on TikTok. You know, who's good? who knows what's going to happen over there. We might be throwing up some more content now that there's the EPLs back in, in, the, in the whip of things. So we are actually excited about the sport and not just having stuck to watch Toronto FC all goddamn day. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're not even going to talk about them, dude. I don't even want to talk about them. Maybe top strategy if you have something. I don't know what you have. No, I don't. I, I don't good, because like, then you know, let's just <laughs> let's just stay away from that mess, um, and then we'll get back to some other stuff. But speaking of top and trashmans, Tony, let's get right into it. You got some good ones for me today? Oh yeah, I do. Um, starting it off, uh, Manchester United um, um, released their third jersey for the season, and I was ordering a top and trashmans on it from you. Okay, did you see the release trailer that they had with Roy yeah. Keane and everything? <laughs> Honestly, it is a plain jersey, but that doesn't always equate to a bad jersey. I yeah. think it's clean. Uh, I think it's a very nice jersey. The trailer that they released to go with it is unbelievable, in my opinion. 
Um, I like that it's the third jersey and not the away. Normally the white kit is the away jersey, and then they do a weird one for the third. Uh, their away kit this year is like a green and white one, and I know a lot of yeah. people don't like it. I really do. A- and I like their home as well. I like the way the team viewer is now spelt on the chest in two lines instead of just one. I think it makes it look so much better. Uh, I- I'm giving it big-time top bins on my-, on my end. Yeah, honestly, when I saw it, I was like, that could be a jersey I could buy, to be honest. I really like it. I like the devil as the crest. Instead of the normal Man U logo. I, I and, do like uh, how most teams are doing their third jerseys like that. Like Arsenal yeah. with the Gunners does the Gunner and stuff like that. The Cannon instead of that. I, I like that change. It's very, very nice to me. Yeah. So it's a nice kit. I have to admit it. Like, it's actually a really nice kit. So I got your top end on that too. Um, for number two, um, so news broke out of the CPL uh, regarding Dwayne DiRosario's son, Aussie. Um, he's been suspended for one month for failing a drug test. Um, from the understanding, it was THC, so just he smoked some weed. Um, the only thing is this test was done more than a year ago. Uh, top is trash bins for doing a, suspending someone for something they've done more than a year later. Why wasn't he suspended earlier? It didn't really say why, but the, the test was done last October. That's horseshit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, first of all, weed's legal. Yeah. At this point, I mean, and listen, you got a Scarborough man's on your team. You know he's going to be smoking up every now and then. Is <laughs> exactly. this the goalie? Is this the goalie or the attacker? No, this is the, the top uh, striker. Okay. Um, yeah, you know what? That sucks. I feel for him. Shouldn't be a suspension uh, at all. It's been proven there's actually health benefits, especially if you're an athlete, for pain management instead of going towards like other things like pain pills and things like that. Uh, I'm a big proponent of using it if, it if it helps you. And there's been no proven benefits to using it while playing. It's not like a performance-enhancing drug. Um, So I I think it's ridiculous that these rules are still there, especially since this was a year before and they just figured out now. That's an absolute joke to me. So that's absolute trash bins on the CPL side. And it's shit like this that's going to keep this league as low as it is. Yeah, and I agree with that. It's just, you know, if you had the results a year ago, it should have done it a year ago. But now in the heart of the season, you know, the playoffs start in October. So they have two months to make the playoffs. He's one of the top players. Even one of the stars of the league, and now nobody's going to have to watch it for a month. So it's just ridiculous. Not a good way um, to grow the league. No, it's not. It's just bad, bad publicity on this part. And uh, especially over something just as much as weed, you know. And the final top in trash bins, uh, PSG, as their, one of their main sponsors is GOAT. And they released a new advertisement this last week. Um, shows an empty chair with PSG symbols and GOAT behind them. And there's a little thing on the side of a Portuguese flag. Uh, Toppin's trash bins for PSG taking this shot at Messi. Why are you even asking me that question? You know it's Toppin's. <laughs> PSG went, okay, the Messi experiment failed. How do I get Nico Mones back as a fan? Because you know what? I've never been a PSG <laughs> fan before, but I love their kits. I have so many yeah. PSG kits because they just do so nice with the Jordan brand. Uh, the, the Jordan brand tie-in, I think they're just so nice. I love them. And then Messi went, and that was it for me. And they went, how do we bring him back? This is how. Partnering with GOAT, which is the resale shoe site that I use the most, so point for them. Then putting the Portuguese flag in that advertisement. Oh my goodness. The pettiness. And I love nothing more than some pettiness on this end. Uh, I think PSG is awesome. Whoever decided that deserves a raise. Um, It's amazing in my opinion, and I absolutely loved it. So top bins for me. Yeah, it was funny because, you know, it's not even just a shot at Messi. Like, even Mbappe, they could take a shot with that, you know, because they could easily just put a French flag there. But they and it would have made sense because yeah. because with the French flag, they're a French team. It would have made sense. Having the Portuguese flag there yeah. is insane. But it comes I out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely just, 
love that it's, move. That that's, that's amazing. Salty as hell, but you know what? It's perfect. <laughs> Su- super super salty. I mean. But you gotta love it and respect it. So super top bins. That's the toppest of bins. I know I say that a lot with these things, but that is the <laughs> toppest of bins that you can get. Um, for me, anyways, I think it's amazing. Uh, let's let's now let's let's shift, Tony. You know we always do results. We do this. We do that. Let's just EPL is back yeah. this weekend. Kicks off on Friday, I believe. Yes. So Early it kicks off Friday. Um, we we got it coming up. You know. We got to talk about who we think is going to finish top four, who we think is going to win, surprise team, disappointing team. Um, I feel like I know a few of your answers already. Cough, <laughs> Luton Town for the surprise team. Um, but yeah, let's let let's get right into it. I think it's the league. We got to start. Who's winning? Who's winning this year? You know, I, I saw a tweet the other day, and someone t- posted, um, "Who's going to win the Premier League?" But don't say Man City. And it was like, really? I felt like that scene of Kevin Garnett in um, Uncut Gems. Where he goes, why would you show me the thing if you can't let me have it, right? Like, there's no one's going to beat Man City. Like, it's clearly just going to be Man City from the top to the bottom. That's what we said last anyone... year. And granted, and, they won, and they but, Ars- but Arsenal was there. No, but it's not It's not the same. It won't be the same. Arsenal is not equipped for Champions League. And I, no. don't think, I don't think Liverpool has made enough step to push Man City. I don't even think Man U has pushed and I've made a step to push Man City. I think City, I think they won't, they're going to go again. I mean, and then again, it's the it's a community shield curse. I mean, every time Pep loses it, he ends up winning the Premier League the next year. So, Well, I mean, it's not that hard to have that curse when you're winning it every year, like, or a sec- yeah. first or second every year, right? <laughs> I mean, it's not that tough. I'm, I'm going to be bold here, and I think there's a team that went really hot at the end of the season. They're not playing Champions League football this year. I mean, yeah, they have Europa, but it's not the same. You know, when you're focused on a Champions League run, uh, they they went hot at the end of the year. I, I think they're going to battle back this year with their players now settling in the EPL. They're going to be a bit better together. Um, I, I think Liverpool makes that jump, man. Um, the way that I think they're the Arsenal of this year. I think the way they're going to play, um, they're going to come out quick. They're going to come out strong. They're going to dominate the crap teams. They came on. They, remember how low they were? They were with Chelsea last year in the standings. And then at the end of the year, they went hot. They yeah. got really good at the end of last year. And I think they keep that momentum going into this season. And I can definitely see them pulling out the surprise win. I mean, obviously, Man City's the obvious one. I just don't want to go yeah. with the obvious one because it just feels like it's just sitting right there for me. And, and I want to see someone else win it this year. I would love it if it's Man U, and don't get me wrong, I have high hopes for our team this year. Um, my boys, Wolves, not so much. We'll get into that shortly. But it's, it's. Uh, I just, I don't know. Something about this year tells me it's not going to be Man City's year. They won the treble last year. I think they might have a bit of a down year this year to kind of set the set the. I'm, uh, <laughs> set, set the blind right. You know what I mean? They can't be overachieving this much. They just can't. they got to come down somewhere. I think they'll still compete in Champions League, but I think maybe this year in the league, I might even be as bold enough to say they finished third in the league this year, oh, which would be the, the only the second time that's happened in Pep Guardiola's career in the EPL with Man City. He's only finished third once before, but I'm saying something inside me tells me this is the year it's going to happen again. Uh, the only I, thing... You know, um... The only thing with Liverpool, it's going to depend if Salah's there, because it's already now the rumors of Saudi Arabia coming to pay him, buy him out of Liverpool, and I, I I'm still convinced he's not going to finish the season in Liverpool. You, you know, know what? I, I think I don't I, I don't know if, if that matters. If they lose, if they lose him, I don't think they can. 
I, I don't know if that matters, man. I'm telling you, Nunez started to look better as the season went on. And we always said strikers, they take a bit to adjust. Haaland didn't. He went off. But Nunez <laughs> started to adjust. They got Gakpo. They got... Um, McAllister too now. McAllister now. Jota's healthy. They got the guys there. Um, Luis Diaz still there. Like They, they got the team. I, I, I think they have a shot. And just the way they went off at the end last year, I would not put it past them to get one up this year and go for it. So that I'll, I'll be I'll go bold here and I'll say Liverpool win the league. But <laughs> but with, with with that being said, let's get into top fours. Like obviously everyone always talks about the Champions League spots. Who's finishing top four? Finishing in that top four for some teams is a winning in and of itself because they know yeah. they have no chance at winning the league. So I'm gonna go first. My top four. For this Premier League, in fourth, I got Chelsea. I think Chelsea uh, are an improved team from last year. And again, they're young guys that they brought in last year that are going to start heating up in the Premier League this year. Like an Enzo Fernandez is going to help them get back into the top four conversation. And I'm really high on Mudrick. I think he is going to be fantastic. You're um, number 10. I, he's, I think he's going to be really good this year. I still think it's going to take him another year to get fully cohesive to make a title run, but I can definitely see them coming fourth. Uh, in my third spot, like I said earlier, it's bold. I know people are going to rip me to shreds in the comments. I'm going Man City. Uh, I just think they're dropping down a little bit. This is going to be the first time. I, I don't know. Something inside me is saying they're just going to drop a bit. They're still going to be very competitive Champions League, but here they're dropping, and they're going to be third. And in my second, I got the better team from Manchester, Manchester United. I'm very excited for this year, man. Uh, the, the, the Rasmus Hoyland coming in. I, like the whole team itself, I, I'm a very, very hopeful for the team this season, and they're playing Champions League too. Like I, I'm very excited to watch this season go. And then in my one, I have Liverpool for the reasons I mentioned before. So I, I think that's my top four. People are going to flame me in the comments because I, I know Man City third is nuts. Yeah. And man, you over Man City is a nuts take, but that's the take I got. So that's, that's my top four. Tony, over to you. Uh, for me, the top four I'm going to have is uh, Arsenal are going to squeeze in fourth just ahead of Newcastle. Um, I don't think Arsenal can compete on both ends. I think they're going to lose it early on with the group stage. Um, third place, I have uh, I have Man U. And then second, Liverpool. And first, Man City. Um, I think Man U is still a little bit better than Chelsea and um, Chelsea and Arsenal. And even Newcastle, I think they'll get past it. But... Um, yeah, I, I, I just don't uh, – like, as much as I would love to see Chelsea go through, I think you're right about the transition year. It is going to be that year. I think they'll get Europe, maybe win the FA Cup, but I don't think they're going to get uh, Champions League. Yeah, you know, it's 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 a t- going to be a tough year for them for sure with all these new things. I think it'll they'll have a lot of ups. They'll have a few downs, but I think they'll have a lot of ups this year as well. So – so I, I think it'll be very interesting in that perspective. I think the next one I think we should jump to is most disappointing team this season. Who do you think is going to disappoint? Um, I So I, I have two. It's kind of two different levels of disappointment. I think Arsenal finished fifth this season, and I think that's a super okay. disappointment from where they were this year. They were battling yeah. for the league until the last two months of the season. Um, yeah. They really had a great shot until they blew it like we knew they would eventually. Um, I, I just think they're my disappointment this year for the sole reason that with Champions League football and everything else, I think it's going to overwhelm them. And I just, I, I think last year was more of a flash in the pan than it was the start of a new dominant team. I think they're going to have such high expectations now this year where last year was such low expectations and they're just not going to be able to deliver. Now, finishing fifth to me 
with the weight with the teams in the EPL that there are, like your Chelsea's, Liverpool's, Man U, Man City, even Newcastle, Brighton, teams like that, finishing fifth is still good. So I don't want to make it seem like calling that a disappointment, but it would be a disappointment to Arsenal for a team that was in the in really in com, com, competition for the league until the end last year. But that's my one disappointment. My second disappointment, unfortunately, are my boys Wolves. Um, I, I'm really worried this year about their relegation battle. I I just don't know how they're going to do this year. It, it's it's so up in the air. I mean, I there's so many players on the team that I just don't know how I feel about and, and the way they're gelling and who's going to score goals this year because, my God, they cannot score goals uh, anymore. I'm hoping Fabio Silva comes back and, and he puts in some goals for them. I, I just don't know, man. And last year they were in a relegation battle for a little bit at the beginning to middle, and then they kind of turned it on to the end. I think they finished 13th. It's just for the team that came into the EPL after dominating that one season in, in, in the championship, they came in hot and they were top 10. Yeah. They upset Man City a few games. They, they were the team that teams didn't want to face because of their defense and how strong they were and how they could come back and score a goal quickly. I, I, I don't see it this year, man. I'm nervous. I'm really nervous for my Wolves boys. I hope they can step it up. I think a win for this team would be 10th place this year. That would be yeah. a massive win, in my opinion, for Wolves. There's just so much quality in the EPL now. That 10th place, to me, would be outstanding. Do I think it's going to happen? Yeah. No. I, I hope they don't get relegated, but I think this could be a disastrous season for the Wolves. I agree with the Wolves. Um, they're not my they're not my going to be my disappointment team of the year, but I do think it's going to be tough for the Wolves this year. I mean, last year was tough enough for them, and they lost a lot of players this year, so... Uh, for me, the disappointing team is going to be Tottenham. I think it's going to get worse. I think they're going to end up, to be honest, I don't think it'll be a relegation zone, but I think they finished between 15 and 12. I don't think this team can compete with anyone. I think we look at teams like Brighton and Aston Villa for how young they are and how fast they are. And Tottenham, with this whole saga of is Harry Kane going? Is he staying? The new coach doesn't look like, I mean, he has a good system doesn't look like things are in good shape in Tottenham. And I think it does remind me a lot of how Chelsea started their year last year. And I think it's going to be a really tough season for Spurs fans. And it's going to be a lot of killings on their part from getting against big teams. Because I don't well, think Tottenham can compete. compete. I, 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 don't think they're a top, I don't think they're a top half team, to be honest. I, 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 Unless, think, I think you're exaggerating. Um, <laughs> eight, seventh, eighth, I can see them fine. I think you hit the nail on the head when the biggest issue with Tottenham is what happens with Harry Kane. Yeah. If Harry Kane stays, this team can fight for top five. They can. They can. They're good enough. They have the talent there that they can compete for the top five in the EPL. Will they? Who knows? I clearly don't mm -hmm. think so. You don't think so. But they can, is what I'm saying. But if Harry Kane leaves... And they don't bring anyone in quick to with the money they That's get the to fill the thing. And I don't know who's who's out there available for them to get. Um, the best options, the best options, Jonathan David. I hate to really. Say that. That's the best I, option. That's I their best hate, option up front right now. I would like, hate. There's to no, that. there's no one that they can afford that can bring in that quality to replace a Harry Kane. You know? Yeah. And I mean, last year we saw Son took a step back. Um, James Madison. Even he's not that he wasn't that great last year, even though he was great on Leicester. It's a good, it's a good signing. It's a good signing. Yeah, it's like a good signing, signing but I don't know if that's going to help push this team to the next side. Um, like it's just I don't see. I think this new coach and everything like that. It's not. I, I just don't see it working out. 
And, you know, every year we see one of these big clubs that just falter and just stumble like Chelsea did last year. And I think Tottenham is going to be in the same situation. It could happen. Could happen. Uh, I want to blow by this next one fairly quickly because I don't think there's a discussion needed. Top goal scorer of the year, Erling Haaland, yes? Yeah, I think so. That's not, there's nothing to discuss. Uh, if Erling Haaland her. doesn't win the top goal, that's the only thing. If yeah. Barring injury, it, he, I don't see a world in which he does not get the top, the goal of yeah. this year. Yeah, I don't just, see anyone. None of the guys on these teams can are gonna, are gonna follow up with him. No, he's he, he's just too damn good. Especially with um, especially with Burnley week one coming off the Community Shield loss, like they're putting ten past Burnley. <laughs> he he might got, he have six goals by week by yeah. week two. Like yeah, it's um like poor Burnley to get that first opening picture. <laughs> no, there's definitely a chance there. There's definitely a chance there. Let's let's move on to our surprise team. What team do you think is going to surprise? You know, there's always that team from the bottom half that end up fighting for like seventh, sixth, seventh, eighth spot in the Prem. Who's that team that you think is going to surprise? Or it could be a team that normally finishes low that you think is going to go super high this year. Who do you, who do you think is going to surprise you? And I feel like your answer is going to be Luton. No, it's not actually. I'm no, actually okay. going to go with Brentford. I think okay. every year Brentford jumps a little bit more. And I think what we saw from Brighton and Aston Villa last year, that's going to be Brentford. I think they'll squeeze into that Conference League spot. Um, who's who's scoring be... goals for them? That's the biggest Ivan Tony's got. Ivan Tony ain't there. But they, even with Ivan Tony out, the second half, a lot of the second half of the season, they still played really well. So, um, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch, but I think they're going to, they're going to make it a nice deep run. I think the, the coaching staff and the way that team works together I think they'll do well. And because, you know what, Aston Villa's got Europe now. Brighton's got Europe. Uh, Newcastle will have Europe. It's going to be a big battle for those international spots. But I think with Brighton and Aston Villa, they're going to have the same problem as Arsenal. I don't think they'll be able to balance balance both properly. Oh, and West Ham's going to have Europe too. So West Ham has Europe? Oh, yeah, because they, um, yeah, uh, they, they won Conference League, right? So they get they, – they won Conference League? Yeah, yeah, so they get they so get in the Europa League. Europa League this year, even though they finished There's eight fourth. teams in Europe this year. That's crazy, man. That is crazy. Um, I I mean, I had I had one pick that I was pretty confident on. I think Fulham's gonna have another good year, but I don't know if I can really call them a surprise because they had a good year last year. They finished tenth, but they're really like they had some highs, some lows. I think they had a good year last year. I think they were a great team that no one thought was gonna be that good as they were. I think people thought had them in a relegation battle. The Mitrovic suspension hurt them. It did. The Mitrovic suspension hurt them a lot, or else they would have been a European team. I, I agree. So I, I was going to say them, but I feel like, you know what? Teams know they're good now. That's, that's not yeah. really a surprise. So I, I'm going to kind of go another bold take here. This is a team that used to be very solid in the EPL, but the past few years have been absolute dog shit. I think Everton's going to have a bounce back here. Now, when I say bounce back, I don't mean they're getting back to the top of the table or anything like that, but they've been in relegate. Last year, that relegation battle was tight for them. Yeah. It was tight. I think this year they'll have some space from that. They won't be in a relegation battle this year. I think they might finish 12th, 11th in the league. Um, but I don't think it'll be as tough as it has been in the past few years for them. I don't think they're great, but I think they're good enough to kind of make that jump. And I've been hearing rumors that they're interested in Sheffield United's Daniel Jebison, who still could play for Canada. So I kind of want to see him do good if he goes there. I hope he gets a mm-hmm. chance. So I, uh, I, I think they'll do a little bit better than they did last year. So that's, that's my surprise team. I I just I don't know that Everton in the past few years has been treading water. You know, just gotten lucky. You know, they've been getting lucky from the skin of their teeth every year. 
But I, you know, I think when you look at teams like Sheffield United, Luton Town, Wolves, and even Crystal Palace, I can see Everton pushing a little bit more this year. But same with I, Notting- a Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest too. Like I can see how you where you get that from, but I don't know. I don't think. I don't. I don't, I don't have faith in that Liverpool Everton I, team. I don't know. We'll see. It's 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 yeah. it's, it's uh, the one to the one to watch for me. I think they might make some noise in in that in that bottom of that table to shoot up, but we'll see. I mean, to be fair, what do we know? We're both wearing the jerseys yeah. of the tw- the twelfth and thirteenth place teams from last year. So <laughs> clearly, we are the smart ones when it comes to knowing ball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know what? It's back Saturday. Uh, maybe let's get into some predictions for the big game of the week. I think every week moving forward, we'll have kind of like a game of the week that we focus on at the end with our little pod, just to kind of talk about which one we think is going to be huge. I, I think it's safe to say the game of the week this week is Chelsea Liverpool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's two of the biggest teams battling. I mean, you could you could say maybe Newcastle Aston Villa as well as one of the bigger games this weekend, but I think Chelsea Liverpool is the biggest game of the weekend. In Chelsea, I think this is a huge tone setter game, and as yeah. much as I think Chelsea's going to be an upset this year, I think Liverpool's going to come out hot. They know they can't start slow like they did last year. I think Liverpool takes this game. Uh, to be honest, I do think that I do think Liverpool is going to squeak off a win. I don't think they'll dominate. I think it'll be like a one nothing win. But I'm really hoping Pochettino can convince these guys that hey, it starts from day one, and I'm, you know, this Chelsea team, I think can compete with Liverpool if they play if they can play at their full. Um, of course, having uh, Nkuku out with a knee injury really sucks off the, right off the bat. But, um, you know, it's going to be tough. I hope Chelsea can compete, but I do agree that Liverpool should be able to win this one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be an electric opening weekend. Unfortunately, my game of the week that I'll be most looking forward to is a clash of my two teams, Wolves versus Man U. <laughs> Uh, so either way, I win no matter what. I also lose no matter what. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it should be a fun, fun opening weekend. I think, you know, next week we'll have to get into some maybe Syria. You know, yep. when they're kicking off. Starts on the 19th. We'll, we'll get into that next week leading up to, to that. Um, I, I'm really, really happy that this is back. I can't yeah. stress that enough. It, it's so nice, Tony, to get away from the MLS and this League's Cup. But I do mm-hmm. want to talk about one thing, actually. I didn't bring this up, this up with you before uh, that we're going to talk about. I, I just kind of wanted to talk about my funny moment from this week. And it's with Tony, who, when FC Dallas and Inter Miami were playing, and FC Dallas goes oh, yeah. up 3-1, I get a text, FC Dallas is my new favorite team of all time. And then almost five minutes later, it's, these fucking guys suck. How do they score? They're like, just the, the change like, of emotions. Life comes at you quick, eh, Tony? Just the change like, in emotions so quick in that you game. Know, like, Dallas played unreal. They played very well. well. They, took, they took in Dallas, like, up until it was 3-1, and then one bad foul, own goal. It's like, okay. And then it's like, then it's foul outside the box, right for Messi. He's like, guys, really? Like, do you have to foul there? Like, just, you're winning. Just kick the ball. And then you go to the shootout, and Dallas is third. I, I, I don't know if the Cowboys need a, a kicker, because the third guy put, aimed it far into Cowboy Stadium almost. Like, just ridiculous. Like, what did I tell you? I can't, I can't even say rigged because there was nothing wrong with what the ref did with Dallas. <laughs> well, 
Well, no, but what did you I tell you? I mean? This, this, this <laughs> Miami was not losing. I said Miami's not going to lose. Of course they fucked me because I bet for them to win in regular time because I thought, oh, it's Dallas. They're definitely going to win. They'll win in regular time. Nope. They don't win in regular time. They push it to extras. But even when it was 3-1, there was not a part of me where I thought, oh, Miami's going to lose this game. I, I knew the comeback was inevitable. It, it, this, this whole tournament, to me, is just there for Messi to win a tournament right away in the MLS. Yeah. Because Inter Miami is going to have a very tough time making the playoffs this year. So I don't yeah. think he'll have a chance at the MLS Cup next year, maybe. But as of right now, this tournament is the perfect launching point uh, for the MLS to get more eyes on them with Messi doing what he's doing. Because he has been putting up very impressive numbers uh, in, in the games that he's played. I mean, I think he's already combined for more goals uh, than Bernadeschi and Insignia have had their entire career in the past two seasons with Toronto FC. Mm -hmm. So uh, it, it is electric for them. This is a prime time for MLS to strike while the iron's hot. The thing is, they got to make sure Messi and Miami stay in. So, I, I I don't know. I know you say it's not. You said it could be rigged the way it's. I maybe no. Like, that last game wasn't because I yeah. mean, Inter Miami the, scored the fix an own goal in, to make it made it four two with an own goal. Like FC it, Dallas, it was, got, it was FC Dallas had their pockets lined, bro. They were saying you take those that, stupid that, fouls and you have them go. Third, like, that, kick it over the net. One hundred percent, but. So I mean, I'm the game it. itself, I can't – the game itself, I, you know me. Like, I, I'll say it right off the bat. But it's – that game there, it was just Dallas just shot themselves in the foot. Like, they had it. They had it. It was 4-2 with, like, 10 minutes left. And it was like – I don't know what the defender was doing because that ball was going out and he nailed it right into the net. Like, if that guy was on Inter-Miami, unreal goal. Like, unreal header. Just dived it right into the net. But, I mean, I don't know. It's just – well, uh, we'll, we'll be we'll be back here next week talking about Miami coming back from another miraculous uh, comeback because they're going to win this tournament. So get those bets in now. The odds <laughs> keep getting worse and worse. But get those bets in now because they're winning this League's Cup tournament that really no one cares about. No. Uh, so that that's it for us this week. Um, next week, again, be sure back here Thursday. We'll be talking more Women's World Cup, what's gone on in the past week. We'll be talking Syria. We'll be talking about some of the EPL stuff and any other news stories that comes up. Hopefully this Harry Kane situation is resolved by then, which they say it should be. So we'll have a bunch more to talk about. So make sure you guys are following us at FootyLG. Uh, check us out on Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, Apple Music, The Works. We'll be there. On behalf of Tony and myself, thank you guys for tuning in. And the EPL's back. So the only thing i got to say to that...